I was drinking chicken stock out of the thing though. It was fucking delicious. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm pleased with myself. And you damn well should be. And this is Fools of Tools, a podcast for the homecoming Huisha. Huisha? Huisha. I don't know. Uh, also, I don't know if you guys can hear uh, the squeaking in the background. That's not Stella this time. That's Murph, because I'm back home. And Murph has apparently been listening to the podcast and decided that he also wants to be on it. So he is currently squeaking his squeakiest toy for your audible pleasure. Um, gentlemen, how are we? How is everyone? Brett, what have you been up to? Oh, it's me this time. Well, it's been two weeks. Um, we had a grand old time of doing jury duty. I got, I got kind of caught up doing jury duty after getting back from Maker's Camp. Uh, the real first thing that I had to do was contact the county, figure out if I had to go in. And because I cannot share any details, I'm just going to let you guys know and the listening audience that what I witnessed because I was chosen as an alternate, which is like being the bridesmaid, but not the bride. I had to <laughs> sit in on everything, but I never actually voted at the end. Um, it was scarier than fiction. Um, it was kind of horrifying to realize that there are people in the world that are this way. And what I experienced over three days just really put me off. It was yep. it's like, wow, I know I've seen that in movies and television. I did not realize that happened actually. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I got to call my dad and have a very nebulous discussion because I'm not allowed to share details, but he's a <laughs> defense attorney. And I was like, can you let me know, like, you've been doing this a long time. Have you heard of this? And he goes, yeah, all the time. Happens all the time. Oh, God. So people are fucking awful. Yeah, they're really, really terrible. The problem is when there's other people involved that you're like, that person's terrible. And they go, no, they're not. They're so good. And you go, oh, my God, everybody here is broken. Um, it was very bad. Anyway, once I got done with that, I, uh, made a phone call because my Ameribraid grinder has not really been working for an extended period of time. Um, and I have some big projects to do and I finally, those guys have been so busy and I get to see them at makers camp. So they're like, come in, let us look at what's wrong with the machine. Uh, it turns out two hour drive, about two hours of diagnosis and then being amazing people completely fixed everything replaced a couple of parts got it back to full chooch and uh two hours back home so finally have my belt grinder back that was probably one of the more exciting things to happen uh post uh, jury duty things and then now this week the big thing is we have two english people visiting at the moment yes you do that are quite Quite delightful, and I realize I haven't seen them in so long, but Jandals, the power couple of Jandals and Dandals are in town visiting, and man, are they good people. I was just just reminded of how amazing they were, and I don't care if it's spoiler alert or what Dan says, but I was given a gift last night. That Dan has been waiting for a very long time to give me. Save it, save it for the spiff. Right, no, on. he doesn't get spiffed. We're changing the game over here. <laughs> Dan gave me a peg leg. He turned 
a pirate's literally or metaphorically. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Either way, I think it works. Um, and it's fucking beautiful. And it's nice. I don't know. Are you showing typical... us said, said peg? Um, no. I have seen oh. pictures of said peg. But... All right, I'll send you a photo. I was going to wait until I did some Photoshop funnery to share it with everybody. But that was really kind of him. Uh, Hung out for a couple of days after picking them up from the airport. Um, Yeah, Justin and I drove out there and did that whole thing. Now I'm back to work. I have sculptural projects to work on uh, for the bones sitting on the floor. And that's me for this week. Nice. Yeah. Sounds good. I'm very excited to see what happens with the Andalses and uh, and all the fun stuff that you guys get up to out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, also, weirdly enough, my my dad was doing jury duty uh, the last couple of weeks as well. Um, over here, obviously not in America. Um, so on the drive home, got to discuss uh, all the stuff that he'd been doing with that, where I think he, he was a lot less concerned about uh, not going into detail than than you are, uh, and went into an alarming amount of detail to the point where I was like, "This is bringing back some horrible memories for me." Can you please stop? Uh, so yeah, it, it's I I can fully appreciate that uh, that might not have been quite the uh, the fun experience you may have been hoping for. But no, I wrote a lot of notes down, but then I love hearing that they're like the steno pads we have provided you. You can take notes in for jury deliberation. Also, they will be destroyed within 24 hours of the end of this. I'm like, I want to know how you destroy them <laughs> with fire. Yeah. Um, also, for anybody else that's listening, it may just be me, but there were many, many times, and it may just be my exposure to media, but there were plenty of times where I really just wanted to, it's like, do I get to stand up and object? Do I get to do anything where I just go, I don't like this? Excuse me, I yeah. have a question. I, I don't think you're allowed to do that as a member of the jury. Nope. Um, but yeah. Anywho. Uh, Al, what about you? What have you been up to? Talking of horrific um, experiences and people and being around sort of nightmarish scenarios, uh, I was at a six-year-old birthday party, which was fantastic. <laughs> oh, awful. Um, so my goddaughter turned six, which is incredible. Um and she's just, just ranch, and it was fun. And we had chili wraps. And instead of uh, when asked what kind of cake she wanted for her birthday, she said a meringue. So we had a massive oh, birthday meringue, which yes. Steve, oh, right. you would have appreciated because it was gluten-free. Exactly, yeah. That's, was, that's was, covered in, was covered in a rainbow of fruits from from kiwi through to blueberry. It was it was amazing. I don't know if that's the order of colours in a rainbow. I'm not. Was there, <laughs> was there banana on there? There were there were banana. Um, even though I think yellow was tick covered off by mango already, but I didn't want yeah, to. I didn't want yeah. to split the hairs. But, yeah, that's all right. They were probably pretending it was orange, but like you've got, you've got orange <laughs> on there. Just you don't need bananas. What color is that in the rainbow? Pale yellow. No, fuck. Mm. <laughs> Pale yellow. <laughs> um, and then also um, talking of terrible judges of character. Um, we're moving out of our office at work uh, this Yay! week. So tomorrow is the last day in our studio, and we're moving to a new space. Um, so, Wait, didn't you just do a massive mural? Yeah. Oh no, that was with that was with the caveat that we were moving because basically we took down all the old shit from the old brand, 
Yeah. And we're just left with a big dirty wall full of plaster holes. It's like, well, we're here for a couple of months. Might as well paint it. Okay, cool. And if we're going to paint it, why not paint it nice? Yeah, yeah. So I've got to paint over that tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Um, and, yeah, so why why pay a removals company, you know, minimum wage to do this job when you just have professional designers sat around, you know, twiddling their thumbs all day? So lots of lifting boxes and dismantling You're tables. fucking kidding me. Um yeah, which I mean, normally as 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 an activity, I would quite enjoy, but I've actually got shit to do. <laughs> Please quit your job. Um, Please quit your job. <laughs> yeah, so basically, for the last sort of two weeks, I've been at work every day and every night and every weekend um, since mm. we last spoke. Apart from my one break where I went and ate meringue and ate chili wraps <laughs> and and played. Um, uh, Whatever the new version of Wii Sports is called. There's a new version of Wii Sports? In, on the Switch, you know what I mean. Mm. Fencing and that. Yeah. With with, mm. with tiny kids, which is fun. Is it is it as good as the original Wii Sports? Is anything as good as WarioWare? This is very true. Also, <laughs> slightly unrelated. Um, just Yes, I was I... on Maker's Waffle. It's more fun than it is here. I get it. That's what you were asking, right? You do realise I've had to I've had to turn down fucking two thirds to be on this shit show. Uh, oh. so they asked you as well. Well, they all, they asked me first, obviously. Ah, of course they did. Um, and by first, I mean last. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they know you're the busiest. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm completely unrelated. Um, the the Morrison's own brand Lemsip makes your ton- tongue tingle, uh, and I do not recommend it. It's, Fucking disgusting. Um, is it the uh, Aspartame? I, I think it might because be. Because I've been having a similar dilemma with um, Pucker Teas. Zolder really? Middle class. Yeah. Um, just working my way through various teas, seeing what I like. Yeah. I don't like green tea. I established that a long time ago. Um, yeah. But the... ah, but have you... Like, and again, I, I realise we're going into very come middle on, class now. Um but have you had loose leaf green tea as opposed to bagged green tea? Because bagged green tea is wild. peanut sweepings. No, um, yeah, I've, 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 I've tried, I've tried the okay. the spectrum. Um, yeah. But I've, I was also drinking these various teas, and there's something in it very similar to Steve Tungi Tingly, mm. which I normally get from sweeteners and stevia and stuff. Oh. So if I ever anything that's not like full fat coke. Yeah, I fucking hate it, and I'm like, so when supermarkets reduce the calorie content of their donuts by replacing all the sugar with sweeteners, I'm like, this is just I just, I, this is, I'm not enjoying this. Um, no. This is not why I eat donuts. I don't eat donuts because they're not <laughs> healthy, because they're healthy. Um, I, I, sorry, very quickly as well. I forgot to say uh, maybe last time we were. I don't know if we got by that that point, but uh, when I was staying at Chris and Amy's, Amy found frozen. Uh, gluten-free donuts that you pop in the microwave for like 30 seconds and they come out warm and it was fucking amazing because it's it's warm donuts and they're actual donuts and they're gluten-free yes they're nowhere near as good as actual donuts but for someone that hasn't had donuts for boy five years like this was this was a game changer for me i was super happy about it don't give me that i need to remind you of our very long discussion about how much i hate microwaves I don't get that. They're not, they're not for you. You can have. <laughs> they're not for you. Yeah, you can have fucking normal glutinous donuts. I can't. I need this. This is 
all I've got going for me. Mochi. Um, That's not the same. It's pretty glutinous. Um, (laughs) You've you've made me... What Have I done what you do to me? Yeah. Every fucking week. Now no, I understand how handsome <laughs> I am. Um, yes. Teas that tingle the yes. tongue. Tungle tea tings. Um, I assumed it was some sort of sweetener, stevia. Did a little bit of digging. Um, found all the ingredients, not just the flavours that are on the front of the yeah. tea, but the actual ingredients from the website. Um, a lot of licorice root in pucker teas because it's a natural Ooh. sweetener. Um, and that might be it. So I think that's where the t- tonguey tingling. So I remember as a kid chewing on licorice roots and yeah. really hating the entire experience and it being disgusting and making me feel sick. Yeah. So someone's probably listening to this and going, you're clearly allergic to something. <laughs> but yeah, I don't like teas that are sweetened with licorice root. I never even knew I that don't like sweetness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... it's just, it, you, it, you know, you chew it and it's got a little bit of sweetness to it. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's it's just because you're sweet enough. Correct. Yeah. Or not sweet enough, therefore oh, you need bitter. actual Yeah. <laughs> you need actual sugar. Um But yeah, that uh was is that have you done what you were up to? I've just got stuck on nothing gonna work. Okay, tea tingling. <laughs> uh tongue tingling teas. Um What have I been up to, you ask? Well, uh I know you don't care, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. Um so obviously I'm back now, uh, but we didn't record last week. So I, pardon me, I went to uh, Matt Harris's uh, open day thing, which I genuinely couldn't remember if we talked about or not. Um, so Matt Harris is a very, very good blacksmith in uh, in America. Does a lot of like big gates and railings and sculptures and all kinds of cool shit. Um, but his workshop is also on um like a, a historic site um so it was an iron foundry uh which uh is i can't rem- remember the name of i'll find it later um but they uh it's where they cast like loads of the um cannons for the war of whatever it was when america fought us and um and yeah, apparently, like the English, like blew up the site twice, so they were very unsure about having an English person on site uh, for that long a period. Um, but yeah, it was it was an incredible uh, place to be, like just in terms of the the history to it. Um, like some of the old buildings are still standing, and yeah, very very cool to go look around. But the kind of people that were there and the work that they were doing was massively inspiring as well. Um, I mean, Matt is just an incredible person like i'm incredibly thankful to to chris for kind of introducing me to him um and i was like i i'd actually originally set the dates for my trip purely to go along to um the open day as a member of the public um but ended up uh chris volunteered to do the demonstration uh so i ended up helping him with that um which was that is most events we attend though. Like, I mean, yeah. we we bought the ticket and we were going to turn up anyway, but then <laughs> yeah. we ended up running yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, alarmingly familiar story. Um, but yeah, so that was it. Was 
it was ace because we ended up making a steak anvil uh by repurposing an old um uh, leg vice oh uh that that we, we why would we make a steak anvil from a steak anvil that, that would make no sense steak we're in the metaverse steve deal okay. with it. uh but yeah uh repurposing an old leg vice um to make that so all raw iron forge welded together it was it was a really really cool thing to be part of um i mean i've i've always had respect for chris as a as a smith anyway despite the fact that he refuses to call himself a blacksmith um but seeing him work at that fire for as long as he did i'm massively impressed with because his face must have been like seriously burnt by the end of it. it i mean i was stood like a good 10 foot away and it was raging on my face so the fact that he was getting close to it and standing there for ages was very impressive um but yeah it was it was just a it was a really nice experience um got to do all that and then had uh on the sunday we ended up going off to somewhere else and picking up a load more hammers um and yeah we we basically just haven't didn't stop and then Tuesday, I got a lift from uh, from Trevor uh, to go down to DC. Uh, so I spent a couple of hours in DC. Um, uh, well, I say a couple of hours, like half a day in DC, and was super excited about getting to go to the uh, Smithsonian, the Air and Space Museum, mm-hmm. and then got there and realized that because it's so popular, you have to pre-book tickets, even though they're free. Uh, so I... I, I didn't that is, seems to be a recurring thing with museums now. Like, yeah, Natural History Museum in London, it's free, but you've got to book tickets. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah. Hey, did you did you know that there's a a western rim of the Grand Canyon, rim. and if you go there and search it on Google Maps, and you drive two and a half hours with your friends from England to go and see it, who are really excited, when you get there. It's protected by Native American land. Fair enough. Uh, but you have to buy tickets, and then you can only access it by bus, and it takes five hours minimum to go do the trip. Oh. So then you just turn around and drive six hours back. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsies. I, yeah, I, I can imagine that's not quite so fun. Uh, um, I felt terrible about that. But, yeah, uh, you. I mean, you should. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, so I ended up going to uh, one of the other museums. The it was actually the the Native American Museum or the Smithsonian Native American Museum, um, and having a look around there uh, and realizing that there's kind of quite a lot of assumed knowledge with that museum. Like you're ex- you're you're expected to know like about some of the battles and stuff um, beforehand because I went in and was just getting half the story and had to Google stuff to figure out what was actually being talked about. Um, but yeah, then went to the city. Uh, so I went to um, New York City for a, a couple of nights, um, which was good fun. Got to wander around there. Uh, but the best part of that was getting lift back with Steve Pellegrino. So I put out a thing on Instagram and basically just trying to blag a free lift back. And uh, and Steve volunteered. Um, and uh, yeah, he picked me up from... Jersey, like so, I got a train out of the city for like half an hour. Train, uh, got picked up by Steve, and then drove the five, uh, three, four hours, whatever it was, down to 
um, down to Chris's place. Uh, although Chris was actually at an auction when we got there. So we went to the workshop, had a quick look around the workshop. Then Chris said to meet us at the auction. So I went to the auction. And um, um, I mean, to be fair, me and Steve had had like just the best conversations on the way down. Like it was really fucking nice to get to spend some time with the guy. Um, and uh, yeah, like again, like just super inspiring. Why he's the better Steve. I, I've always said he is. <laughs> and like there is no denying that um but yeah just like getting to hang out and and talk about some stuff and come up with some cool ideas for future things and, and things like that um so we go to this auction to meet chris and he's like oh yeah i'm only gonna be five minutes i'm gonna be five minutes and then that turns into much longer and steve's like quite keen to get on the road and get back home and uh and chris is like no you've got to come to the workshop you've got to come to the workshop so he's like, ah, I really need to get on the road. And he's like, you mean you're not going to come to work? Come on, it's only going to be an hour. It's only going to be an hour. And it's only, it's only going to be half an hour. And um, basically just bullies Steve into uh, coming along. Um, and yeah, just went back and, and hung out at the workshop, um, looked at some more stuff and just had a really good time. Then Thursday, uh, no, so that was Thursday. Friday, uh, which was my last day. And... I think everyone kind of thought like, ah, oh, you know, you guys are just going to like go do all the American things. You're going to go shoot some guns. You're going to go forge some stuff and all that. And, <laughs> and me and Chris were like, no, we're, we're going to go to the auction, pick up all the stuff that, that they've bought. So head down to the, the auction, uh, bought a load of stuff back um, and kind of sorted all that out. And yeah, just had a lot of fun. And then Saturday into Sunday was just a lot of, airports and traveling um at which point someone decided to give me a cold um and uh and now i feel rubbish so i've i've come back i basically just didn't sleep until sunday evening um i got to watch a little bit of uh brett's waffle um and actually listen to the rest of it today which is why brett's been getting messages from me about um obscure sci-fi novels and audiobooks and stuff um but uh yeah, uh, so Monday, Tuesday, um, started trying to look for a job. Um, I actually went for an interview today, which turned into less of an interview and more of a, can you start tomorrow? <laughs> um, which was, uh, which was kind of nice. Um, but I'm, I'm going, I'm going to go down and see someone else tomorrow about another job. But I ba- basically like, I it's, I don't have any money left, so I'm kind of taking anything I can get. Um, and the job that I've gone for is a part-time one, or the job that I interviewed for, sorry, is a part-time one, um, which is great because it allows me a bit of freedom to do other things. But because of money and wages and things like that, uh, I think I'm just going to have to get a second job um, on top of that for now, just to basically get back into the black, as it were. Um, so yeah, the next next few months are going to be kind of tight and kind of difficult. So if anybody wants to uh, join Patreon, <laughs> that'll be a great time to do it. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I, I'm just trying to trying to free up some time so I can get back to some creative stuff so that I can start doing all of the stuff that I got excited about doing when I was in the states. Um, and I don't I don't want to lose that momentum, so I don't really want to go for a 
horrible job where because i've got i've got a couple of friends it's, it's that, not just, it's not just the, the momentum it's like it's the forgetting that that's what you got really excited about yeah that's why you left your job and that's why you left your previous job <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> like yeah i just i just want to i just want to make some time to make some stuff and get back into like doing that again um and being creative as well even if it's not just doing um the blacksmithing so the guy that has basically offered me the job um he started off doing it part-time because he's also a photographer um so we've like within two minutes of the conversation starting it was like well maybe we could do maybe you could give me a hand with this as well and this other thing so there might be some um some photography and videography stuff coming out of that as nice. well which would be awesome um but yeah so like i'm just kind of <sighs> kind of doing a bit of a reset trying to sort my shit out and now that i'm back to reality i'm sure that's the start of a song oh there goes gravity that's the one i knew you'd get it uh but yeah uh now that i'm kind of back it's kind of it, it almost feels like i'm starting from scratch again um but starting from scratch with a much kind of better tool set than i did before um because like last time i quit a job uh a i was going full-time doing well i was quitting a job to go full-time doing blacksmithing um but also i didn't have the experience that i have now whereas now i'm a little bit more like i don't need to just practice doing tapers like i can i can draw out a taper fairly easily it's more everything else that i want to do as well like i'm and also being more aware of the fact that like i can spend a day making product as it were, and I can batch out a load of products, but also setting aside a load of time to to batch out, or well, not batch out, but to experiment and to play and to make stuff for the sake of making it, not for it being a product. Um, if that makes sense. It makes yeah, sense. I mean, <clears throat> you were talking about that a bit before uh, before we took our last little break. You were talking mm. about the rocking chair and these yes. kind of I- inspiring projects that weren't necessarily for sale immediately or wasn't batch product. So I follow what you're saying. I'm glad to hear you're being responsible enough to, you know, at least look to cover your bases or like cover operating costs for the time being. It's kind of yeah. a necessary evil. You're like, I don't want to do that. Well, yeah. you have to. And you, Yeah. Um, you unfortunately, right this month's mortgage may have been helped by uh, the Bank of Dad. Um, there it is, don't man. call me that, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and I, I let's because a few people have said, Well, can't you just make a load of stuff and sell it? I'm like, Yeah, but you need like money for materials first and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, so do a, I, I have... just do a Christmas market, Steve, do just make gifts, yeah. just laser cut things, yeah, just laser cut chopping boards. <laughs> and selling. I don't know what the, your pro- fucking problem is. Yeah, it's, it's just so make easy. hammers. Just make hammers and sell yeah. each hammer for like three hundred fifty dollars. It's easy. Yeah. I don't know what you're whinging yeah. about. It's best. Um, I know a guy that sells bottle openers for like two hundred bucks. Yeah, just um, steal someone else's idea for tentacle <laughs> bottle openers and then sell them. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, I to be fair, that was uh, something I'm going to try and do a little bit of as well. Is make some uh 
because Joe's got his workshop, I'm going to see if I can go down and just do some Smith and striking with him. Have you got his new um, workshop yet? Sorry? Has he got his new sexy workshop yet? Yes. So he has the workshop. I think they put electricity in it this week, I think. Um, so he should be in there actually able it's to work. It's a shame I run his social media account. Otherwise, I'd be able to know what he's up to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, weirdly enough, his uh, his Instagram got taken down uh, two days ago, three days ago, because um, Instagram had a an outage and basically everyone's att- uh, accounts got taken down. Um, but yeah, uh, so his workshop is going to be usable, uh, very, very soon. Um, I'm hoping maybe this weekend he's going to get the last few bits in, um, basically cause I want to go down and use his workshop with him. Uh, so I've got someone there that can do some striking and maybe basically just punch a load of blanks, um, and make some, either some axes or some, uh, uh hammers um because we both have made hammers before um mm-hmm. neither of us have made them for anyone other than ourselves um but i'd quite like to make a few see how they go test them out and then if they're any good maybe sell a couple um because yeah they're fun to make uh but i do need to also look into some kind of grinder situation mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. which is a, another Another thing to another to and make. one more thing. Yeah, right. I feel like a uh, few of these conversations have happened recently, and I have to give credit to Mr. Daniels himself. I sat next to him in the car, and we had a lot of really good talks about products and things that are going on in his life. With if no one knows or is aware of Bevel UK, um, that's Daniels non. Yandel's output, right? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. It's his personal <laughs> stuff. And he's been doing markets uh, and he's making his own products. And so we were having a few chats about what it means to produce things for sale. And he has some, you know, good potential things going on in the future. But then he just started dialing in random ideas. He was in like a, he was in like a flow state of just yeah. throwing ideas my way. And I was like, hey, that is a really solid idea. And then two minutes later, we're like, that is also a really solid idea. Hold on. At this point, I feel like I need to write these down because <laughs> these are actually viable options for me to actually produce something. Maybe just yeah. something that could sustain a little bit of operating cost in between these larger projects because as, as much potential as they have for me, they are not regular enough and they take long enough to where I yeah. have to hope that in a couple of months I can cover all my costs and operation up until then and you know, you maybe spread about stuff, basically. That's exactly it. So what can I actually produce? Turns out, pair that with the fact that, um, you know, I, I still know a few Smiths in the area, but when I was out talking to the Ameribrig guys, uh, Eric, one of the guys that started the company, I didn't realize it, but they started a laser cutting company and like a fabrication, uh, I'm not going to say a fabrication shop, but like if you have large scale fabrication and you need steel work done, large format cuts and stuff. They do that now. He has machines for it. And so I'm starting to put together this little Rolodex of semi-local people uh, to possibly get into some of the bigger work. Because even some of the larger fossil projects in the future, I think some of it, it, it's like kind of unreasonable for me to uh, 
produce everything on my own, like start to finish, right? Cutting it out of stock. And so if I was able to actually prep and get certain pieces cut, so then I can forge them just so they're more manageable than me picking up yeah. a five by 10 piece of steel uh, that's a half inch thick. You know, I, I can't feasibly do that. But once you start to dial in, like, uh, you know, I've, I've seen other people do it in the past or even Jimmy would do it with old pieces of steel where it's like, oh, yeah, well, if I'm going to do that, you know what else I could put on that sheet of steel? I only need to use about half of it, but I'm going to have to yeah. buy the whole thing. What if I optimize it and did it this way? And then you have bread and butter stuff yeah. going on at the same time, like it's in the process of production at the same time. One section of that will take longer, but then I will have some material and you know, that pre-investment doesn't feel so draining on the wallet because I'm actually getting a little bit. So it's optimizing, optimizing time and connections and materials and all those other things. Uh, I'm starting to become more aware of that is what I'm getting at. Like, what's your scrap pile like, Steve? Do you have one in your little workshop in the, in the town? So I, I haven't been in my workshop in a very long time because of the whole electricity thing um there is a scrap pile there but it's scrap for a reason like it's it's little bits that are like that long like it's mm-hmm. not it's not easy stuff to deal with especially now that i'm going to be using uh i'm probably going to be using exclusively gas just because getting hold of um coke has become so difficult nowadays mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you're on mute by the way al uh Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> such a dick. Not uh, I'm recording locally. I'm not. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Good so, luck yeah, I, in this. <laughs> <laughs> great. I just kind of cut this whole section out. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, the the scrap pile is is scrap for a reason. There is a bunch of stuff that I can use. Um, and like I am being a, a little bit dramatic when I say I don't have any material. I do have s- some material there, um, but not necessarily for the stuff that I want to be making. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think what I probably end up gonna, or what I'm probably gonna end up doing, is using what I have there to make a bunch of stock and like little trinkets and and stuff because it's all like small bar stock and stuff like that making a bunch of stuff that I can sell fairly cheap and easily um, to use that money to then buy bigger stock so that I can then make more interesting things with. Um, Cause yeah, I've got, I've got some plans for things that I want to make and how I want to make them and what I want to do and where I see um, kind of the, the income coming from in the future. Um, I just need to, to get there with it um and it's just gonna be a little bit of time building up to that that's why i need to take on this this part-time job i'm gonna see about um as well about a job in the local pub uh just to see if they need a barman for a few more weeks. no no um I, but I might asked what a fucking hoshier was i never i didn't ask what a hoshier no. was what is a hoshier it's a my edwardian norman oh really <laughs> <laughs> That, that suddenly makes so much more sense. You said it was someone that makes hand weapons. Uh, no, that was the one oh, before, wasn't it? That, that was, was the hand side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I am actually looking at getting my door license back as well, which I really, really, really don't want to go back to doing. 
but it's I've already money in the banana stand exactly that's it that's it Um, unfortunately it it is well it can be a very well paying job Um, Mm -hmm. I just the the places that pay well pay well for a reason I don't really want to have to go and work those places Um, so if I can make gonna have to cut his hair and wear a suit oh it's not not for those reasons um but yeah uh i'm hoping that um i can make money elsewhere so i don't have to go back to doing that but um but yeah it's just a case of building up to the bigger things that are a bit more interesting a bit more fun and also mm-hmm. with the, the kind of larger projects or the not larger projects but the larger value items um that means that i can then have more time to and free myself up a little bit more to do more of the interesting fun stuff that I want to do um the more kind of experimental ones um mm-hmm. cuz what I don't want to be doing is spending like if I'm working until 11 o'clock or if, if I'm working till midday every day I don't want to spend from 1 till 8 o'clock at night just knocking out little trinkets just to make ends meet I want to be able to you know do a couple of days of production work as it were and then be able to use that time to the rest of that time to experiment and to play around and to make fun things that I actually want mm-hmm. to make. Mm-hmm. So this this isn't an analogy, and I don't know how it helps, but just thinking of the shit show of an industry that I'm in, people who go freelance, for instance, mm. they get to choose, pick and choose the work that they do. Yeah, they get paid a fuckload of money, and they work six months a year. And then, yeah. go, and then go snowboarding. Yeah. Um, so, and it's it's very similar to my situation, Steve, and it sounds the same as Brett. It's like, it feels like we're, we're, we're sort of clawing our way to get to the next step so we can do the thing, so we can get the thing, and then we can yeah. buy, you know. And it it it's, yes, it's humble, and yes, it's character building, and, and you know, We'll, we'll learn along the way and it'll be an adventure. But I just feel like we're missing a fucking trick. Like there, there must be a, a, an easier way to do something that will allow us to. Yeah. You know, like even you say, just like, just so I can get the metal so I can then make the metal into yeah. something. <laughs> it yeah. just sounds like. Yeah. It's I don't, it's like the opposite of a scam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's, it is, like, it's just a case of having to get over that that hump and i think like for me like this, I, is, this isn't how like entrepreneurs behave this isn't how people in the financial sector behave this isn't how and yes they're all sociopaths and cunts but as they, say, they they get to how they you know that but what they there must be a they, means to no but okay so maybe they, something a little bit less sociopathic but yeah as you say because they just spend someone else's yeah, money no, to well, get there must be there must be some reference point where it's not so arduous because it, it, it's the work that should be arduous, right? It's, yeah. it's the task of the thing that you're doing, yeah. not build, not the build up and not the, I think the means to the end. I think that's where kind of like grants and things like that come in. But then the, the idea of even applying for a grant is just, it makes me feel sick. Well, regardless of how it makes you feel, this is a very, very typical thing. And you're right, Al, the majority of the people that we see uh, achieve these goals or the people that kind of make the hustle go fast and then they find the success and then you never hear about 
the decisions that they made to get there so quickly. Um, I've had enough conversations with people that are like, oh yeah, I took out like a $50,000 loan. Yeah. I, 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 just I, I always think myself. of Jimmy just like, just put it on the credit card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if you guys are the same way, but I, this was another conversation topic I have a day but I don't like owing anybody money. Mm, I yeah. hate that. I even have this mortgage right now, even though completely unreasonable that I would have been able to do this, uh, out of pocket, but there are so many people that have just figured out either how to get comfortable with it or they just believe so hard. And I'm not going to say willfully ignorant because I know a lot of smart people that know how to make and move money and, and move it around. Um, but for me, it's really difficult that the situations that I've gone through in the past, the jobs that I've held in the past, I don't like owing money or having anything over my head financially. So the idea of student loans or personal loans or even somebody loaning you a hundred dollars to you know do something or i hate that feeling so what i could probably do what i could probably do because i have good credit and i have equity aka this property is i could go apply for a personal loan or a business loan small business loan or something like that and see what somebody would give me and then pay that out for the next 30 years or at least <laughs> until i can pay it off I fucking hate that idea. Yeah. But you think about that quick injection and you're like, mm, if you're driven enough and you have opportunity, could you take that, buy everything you need to, get ahead, have a little bit of padding behind it, be able to pay your mortgage or whatever for a few months out, and then make it all back? You know, like make some egregious projects, sell them for a lot of money, do some. I don't know, playing around in the stock markets and you get a few extra, you know, 6% upgrade on what you put in, whatever. Numbers, numbers, 80s businessman style. And then you pay it all back and you're ahead. At that point, you're ahead. But you have to have taken that leap and, and put all that trust in yourself that you can make that kind of happen. T to a certain point, I'll play uh, maybe not even devil's advocate, but I'll say it takes a special kind of person to be able to do that. Like they got to have a lot of trust and faith in themselves to be able to pull that off. I do yeah. think the flip side of that coin is the sociopath. It's just like, what are they going to do? Come after me? I'll be broke. <laughs> it's, it's not like I can give them more money than what they gave me. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard both sides of that, but I don't know. It works differently over here in terms of being able to apply for loans and stuff, but that is always an option. Yeah. The money at the banana stand of you being able to like go back into a job you've done before, you know how to do it. You, you are a sweet, young, but very imposing lad standing at a door or behind a bar. I'm sure. You could pull that up or I'm sure. You could pull that job off really, really well. You obviously just don't want to have to do that to support. Plus it's going to fuck your schedule up in terms of working and things. Yeah. I mean, like I don't mind going back to bars like that. I, I genuinely quite enjoy bar work. Um, Door work is is a whole different beast, um, but because I have thought about loans, um, the trouble is for for my situation, like applying for a business loan, I don't I don't have a a business idea. I want right. to I want to make some stuff, film some stuff, do some stuff, run away for a bit, do this, do that. Like, there's, like there you're is... talking to the TSA over here. Like, yeah, you do what? What are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. Like it's it's not. <sighs> It's very hard to put a business plan together for fucking about and enjoying my life. Um, 
And uh, yeah, it's, it, I, I definitely think that it is it is doable. And I, I think that, um, that if you do have that faith in yourself, it's hundred percent worth looking into and, and trying. Um, I, I think the only way that I would be able to do anything like that in my current position would be to put it basically to remortgage the house. Um, mm-hmm. And even doing that because I'm technically unemployed, like they, they won't give me a, a remortgage. I'm stuck with the deal I've got. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not uh, particularly easy. Even if I was in a position where I felt comfortable doing that, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure it's something that, is even feasible i think that a grant is is definitely way more uh feasible um i'm just not entirely sure how they actually work anymore um but because of the kind of work it is there's i know that there are grants for it um i think the tories are injecting loads into sort of the creative arts (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, I, it's probably going to be more of a like a lottery grant rather than a government grant. Um, well, this is this is kind of why I present it because, like, the idea money is a tool, right? This is something Alex always tells me. Money is a tool. Some people have more tools than others, right? But we are three people who have done plenty with very little tooling wise yeah. in our own workshops. So if you can get away from the idea that you just you need more tools so you can build more things. What are the other options? Take finances out of it or take money out of it. It Money will always be oppressive and a little bit of a worry to a lot of people, um, the majority of us. But other options, other game plans. The grant idea is cool because it is money, but... Yeah. Wait, did no, you it, have something now? Yeah, Go no. On. I mean, great point. And and if if the barrier... I mean, I'm not saying this is the answer, Steve, but just spitballing... If the barrier is, for instance, finances in order to fund materials so you can build the things you want to build so that you can sell them and therefore make it sustainable, you look at someone like Tom Peterson, who makes everything from shit he just finds in dumpsters. Yeah. And I'm not saying go 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 dumpster fishing, but you know, is is there an approach where you go, actually, it's about reclaiming stuff or it's about repurposing things or actually I can find a different way of sourcing materials. You know, yeah. maybe the, maybe there's a whole world of stock that people don't want anymore because it's yeah. not fit for purpose for what they want, but it's perfectly fine for your needs. You know, it doesn't meet the certain grade of steel for surgical fucking applications, but all of a sudden Steve's found a fucking container full of steel that's great for what he wants to make. Yeah, but the, and they're, and they're the opportunities that people seize, and that's where the smart people come in. And yeah. Brett, you're talking about those those sort of business savvy people who just find a, a, that that container full of steel <laughs> that you know was meant for something else, but actually yeah. it, it got turned away. So you turn around and go, "I love that." And mm-hmm. I think because that's one of the things that uh, like people like Chris do, like yeah, exactly. They, they just buy the entire workshop because they'll figure the rest of it out. Like they'll buy the entire workshop because they need that little bit. I think there's, there's two things to that. Um, and I don't mean to, to shoot holes in the plan, but like one of them is, um, you, you have to just be on it all the time and you have to be looking for those things. And I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have a bit more free time and, and 
not be working so instead much, of so putting that... your fucking dinners on instagram steve <laughs> in <the> scrap piles. <laughs> exactly um but that's like that's why i wanted a if i was going to get another job it was going to be like two part-time jobs because i want the flexibility to be able to say actually there's an auction on next week i want to go to it so i'm not going to work mm. on friday or whatever yeah, um so yeah i definitely want to take Ooh. uh more of those opportunities restaurants that are closing down and all the delicious fucking stuff that they have yeah to sling at auctions yeah there you honestly go. man um rich idiots thinking they can open a restaurant and fail <laughs> yep you you and, need to be the vulture steve that swoops yep. in there is so many of them as well there's so um, much stainless steel <laughs> so much stainless steel but the the other thing with that is it's having the money to actually be able to do it again like it's being able to buy that container that card. Um, which yeah, that's that's where you go. Actually, fuck it. This I know I can make with like bang. There's. there's I mean, a, I mean, like we, we joke about how many Suzuki's there are on my driveway, but like that is my intent. You know, I yeah. I buy cars for two hundred quid for a reason. Yeah, because I have the 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 capacity and the ability to get them back on the road. Yeah, and make them worth money. It's like. I just don't have the time, but, yeah. but you know the the point is, at some point they will be worth money to me. Yeah. I'm not I'm not doing it because I've got a fetish, or I'm doing it because <laughs> I'm a I'm a I, I like <laughs> them. And I, I will keep one, but you know I'm not a collector of yeah. classic cars. <laughs> I think I'm, at this point you are. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm an identifier of yeah. easy to fix shit boxes. Yeah, which there is a shortage and, of right now. And to be fair, that's like I think. Like that's kind of what Chris does with with the tools. Like that's one of the reasons why I kind of want to go to a few auctions, or when I've got a bit of cash in my pocket, mm-hmm. I want to be able to go to auctions and buy shit there and then, so I can then hold on to it, maybe fix it up a little bit, sell it on, um, and kind of get those those hands uh, those tools in the hands of people who are actually going to use them. Um, and I, I get like it's like with the film stuff. Like there's that's why I want to be in a position where I can take an afternoon, a day, an evening or whatever off so that I can go, right, I'm going to go up to Leeds, visit Al and I'm going to film him replacing an engine or I'm going to go visit Dandles and video him turning a peg leg or, you know, but th- this, this is what, this is what people always preach, isn't it? it it's have all these different avenues, have all these mm. different revenue streams, have all these different ways. And that's, that's a really that's, bad way of doing it. Well, it's it's impossible yeah. in my situation because I yeah. work X hours a week at a yeah. specific job. So it's really hard to do. But but the flip side of that is us three collectively and a lot of people we know in this community have such a fucking diverse skill set. Mm-hmm. It allows yeah. Steve you to one day be a doorman, one day be a, a, a roadie, the next yeah. day be a, a, a you know, sous chef and then and then you're a blacksmith and then oh shit no i'm also working in it and then do you want that video editing yeah <laughs> you know and and it's a great way to stay afloat because yeah you know you can just go oh yeah I, you know yeah, i've got I, a grand for that job and it, if you think of it like that instead of like you know the classic don't try and eat the elephant all at once yeah i i, I don't need to think about my mortgage for the next five years and what salary is going to pay it off it's like no yeah. What will get me through this week? Yeah, yeah. Which is stressful as fuck, but it's also really like liberating. Yeah, and that's kind of again, that's kind of where I'm at now. Is it's just a case of being in a situation where I'm going, 
like just day to day like right what can i do and i i've i've been offered a couple of um i was actually offered an it job as well i was like i just i don't want to and it was it was all remote you one day a week (laughs) yeah and uh, i nearly said to him like i'll do one day but that's it like i'm just i don't i mean that is all it people do anyway well yeah this is true um but yeah like i i'm kind of in a position now where i am doing that and i'm yeah i I want to be in a position where people can phone me up and say steve i've got this massive project on can you come give me a hand and be able to go and do that but to to brett point to brett's point earlier the only thing stopping me from doing that is debt yeah so the 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 moment i'm free of that i can then go ah fucking hell i don't have to do this anymore and i can go right this week i'm going to be al the cook this week i'm yeah. going to be al the, the 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 carpenter this week i'm going to be al the, the sculptor yeah the painter you know and 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 then then all our skill sets will be allowed to flourish yeah and again and, and, you're, and you're not sat in a fucking room putting handles on pans <laughs> exactly like it's yeah I, I i think for me i'm i'm just in this uh i'm very much in that place now and it is scary and it is fucking what, terrifying. Really handles on <laughs> um, and like I say, the fact that I had to borrow money off my old man to, to pay the mortgage is fuck them. They've, they've, they've got all the money, Steve. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's not a nice feeling, but like if it's only this one, one month, if I can make sure that next month I'm, I've got that paid, then fucking great. And, you know, and also like, I quite like the um, the kind of bartering system as well. Like, as long as I can make enough money to literally just pay the mortgage and my actual bills, um, you know, so pay off the the debt that I've got, pay off the fucking mortgage, pay off the extortionate fucking electricity bill. Like, if I can get those things covered, then like it sounds really stupid, but stuff like food and things like that, I'm not overly worried about because I know enough people that produce enough things that I can be like. I might, I might come over and give you a hand with that for an afternoon, and then you just feed me for a week. How many Dorset knobs is this worth? Yeah, exactly. Like, just you've got a load of veg out the back, haven't you? Like, I'll just, I'll just do it for some turnips. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> then I'll trade the, I'll trade the turnips for a sheep, and then <laughs> exactly. But, Steve will um, be the next guy that starts with a paperclip on eBay <laughs> and upsells everything until he owns a house. It's worth uh, six, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and um, I, again, like just having a bit more time to to do stuff like the chicken that I did earlier on, and actually being able to go, you know what, I'm going to spend the, an hour and I'm going to do some food prep, and that's going to feed me for the next four four days because it's and it costs like twelve pound, and great. Yeah, but you will buy organic corn-fed chicken. You could have got a three-quid chicken. It, it was costing three pounds. It was a four-quid chicken. Fuck you. What did you spend eight quid on there? How big were the parsnips? Uh, I had to buy washing-up liquid as well. well um, this is a horrible <laughs> stew. <laughs> this, this the washing-up liquid didn't go in the stew, you oh, dickhead. Um, and there was definitely something else in there as well. I don't know what it was, but um, but yeah, because. Uh, I was going to segue. I don't know why it was, but something about what we've talked about has been fucking spiffing. Uh, Al, have you got an order? As a 
Azab, which means you are first. I'm going to pip Brett to the post, Ooh. and I'm going to spin our delightful one half of the, the Maker Community Power Couple of the Year, the D in Jandals. Uh, so, to Brett's point earlier, <laughs> <laughs> to Brett, Brett's point earlier, if you if you are not following Bevelwood UK um, on Instagram, please do because yes. um, seeing how he's really ramped that business up uh, over the past couple of weeks um, is mind blowing, um, yeah. and I remember him starting that adventure and sort of feeling a little bit bound by the um the category he was yeah. in for want of a yeah. better term um and feeling really limited and now he's just knocking really interesting products out of the park yeah. um really unique stuff uh recognizable he's got his own style uh and the content just keeps coming and the 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 products are great so yeah. mm-hmm. if you're in the market for some beautiful handmade traditional wooden uh, food Thanks. eating devices, <laughs> uh, or if you just love looking at them, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Make sure you follow Dandles on Instagram. But his his uh, woodworking endeavor side hustle empire that is uh, <laughs> Bevel, yeah, Bevel Wood UK. I have to throw joint credit your way because he did tell me about the business card idea that you were like, you have to do this for your business cards. <laughs> do you remember? Yeah. Um, Dan's got a great logo. Simple. I know we've had discussions about logos and branding and stuff in, in the past. As you're perusing his wares, pay attention to the simplicity and the beauty that is this logo. And then the fact that Al was like, yeah, your business cards have to look like that with the corner whatever anyway just appreciate 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 that's all i'm asking and al you're a genius for very subtle but unique ideas that that sell the product it's got to be done um yeah no i I think that's a good shout uh because i can remember when he first started it up and he was very kind of like, oh, I'm going to do this, and I'm not sure about that. And now it, it very much seems like he's just like, no, I'm going to do all of the cool things. And yeah, I think, like you say, the fact that he's not uh, not being confined by that um, thing anymore is it's good. Uh, and there's going to be some even more cool shit coming out soon, I think. Um, he did miss a fucking trick with the... Um his latest chopping board with a bowl combo on because it looks a little bit like the Instagram logo, but he, he didn't really make it look enough like the Instagram logo. <laughs> that could have been a really clever little, little mm. nod to this, but that, you know, yeah, that would have been super just, fucking smart. Just try a bit harder. <laughs> just do better. Um, yeah, Speaking of doing better, Steve. Yes. Uh, so because I am uh, in this wonderful kind of, space that i'm in at the moment um i'm obviously being inspired by lots of other people um particularly in the maker world where they're way words where they're um doing their own thing getting out in the world and being awesome people um but one of the the main people that's kind of really in I don't want to say inspired me, but like it has inspired me and has been a huge um, 
uh, like help and support to me over the last few months uh, is Tim my friend Bogwicks. No. Uh, oh, that's a point. I need to. I need to chase you up, don't I? Because uh, you haven't got enough shit to be getting on with. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no. Um, my friend Camille, who I spoke about a little bit before, because he was the guy that was doing the the runs down to uh, Ukraine, um, and he's just out doing his own thing now. Um, he's uh, driving a few bands on tour. He's doing some other stuff. He. Um, he he's doing a very similar sort of thing to me where he's going away for a few months and then coming back and just putting it out there on Instagram or social media and saying, I'm back. Has anyone got any work going? Um, and you know, he's picking up a bit of bar work here and there just to make ends meet and, um, like just bread and butter work, but just being out and just living life and doing, doing good things. And mm-hmm. he's, we, we've been through some very similar stuff and, um, we're kind of both dealing with it in a very similar way. And it's just really nice to see him because he's just a few steps ahead of where I am at the moment. Um, and it's kind of that, uh, not just light at the end of the tunnel, but also, um, like it's, it's achievable. It's not like being just starting out in the making world and going, I want to be Jimmy. It's, it's having someone that's that's at at an achievable level that's just ahead of you um so yeah and that is camille who is uh dirt edge on uh instagram it's dirt underscore edge um and will be in the shows um but yeah he's he's also just a fucking he's just a lovely amazing wonderful person and he gives really good hugs um so yeah that's that's camille uh brett what about you uh well it's Allardy Spiff Dan, he's been talked about a lot. Oh man. <laughs> well, who else gave me something this week? So <laughs> now I I genuinely wanted to spiff the Ameribraid guys. Um because they gave me something. <laughs> well, because they gave me stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is this is genuinely about like customer service in we're we're called fools with tools. We never talk about tools. This is one of my favorite tools has always been these belt grinders, right? In yeah. Jimmy's shop. And then once we got one out here, I, it, I know people say game changer, but f- something about the understanding of how that tool works, the way that you can utilize it, options, belts, accessories, all these kinds of things. And it sucked not having that thing. Yeah. And when it becomes like the work that I have to do, it was like, I needed that tool, right? This is almost like the money thing that we were talking about, but it's like, I feel like I would be better off if I had this tool. And the fact that when you call them or when you contact them, you're talking to somebody that works intimately within the company. And then I have the, uh, the good fortune to be within a, you know, two hour drive of them and they took care of me. So this is just about customer service and the tools and the stuff that we invest our time and money in. And we had a long talk about, it didn't take them very long to diagnose everything, but we had a long talk about what it means for them to put products and how much they care about the community. And they want people to be able to call them and fix issues over the phone. And they don't want anybody to have anything that's low quality. They want to, They'll take the hit on pricing and all this. Uh, 
I'm not sponsored. I get zero for talking to them or talking to you folks about them. They're just good guys mm. and they care. And this is a company that creates products, but they started in the garage that they're still in. Like they have a bigger workshop, but they still do a ton of work in the garage of the house that one of the owners lives in. Like they're still hustling and working really, really hard, but they still really, really care. And the fact that I was able to go and show up and have them service the machine and now it works great again. And they were nice about it the entire time. And like, that's, they're going to do that for everybody. So it's less about the company, but without dialing in like the 10 people, 12 people involved, just Ameribrate is solid. They're really good guys. If anybody has ever wondered about getting one of their tools, they do have varying prices and different machines and stuff, but they're just good people. And I just like that they're involved and that they're working so hard to put stuff into the metal workers and other folks in our community. So big shout out to them. Nice. Good people. Good stuff, man. Um, right. Uh, in which case is, and actually, yeah, I fully understand how you feel about going from having access to a two by 72 to not having access to a two by 72. Cause it fucking sucks. Uh, and I'm going to have to go back to sharpening. Upside down on good grinders. I was going to say, I'm going to have to go back to sharpening axes on angle grinders and it's not safe. Um, well, yeah, but I've seen you do it. You do a good job. <laughs> Genuinely. It's the easiest way I find to get it like super fucking sharp. It's just incredibly I it. dangerous. I hate it. I do not have. Um, no. Yeah. Do it, and to be fair, doing it with an ax or like anything with a convex grind is fine. Doing it on a knife where you're trying to get it level across it. That's where it, shit gets dangerous. But anyway, uh, is there any other business? Uh, I'd just like to reiterate my spiff from last last time. Yes, which is um, the audio book um, by John Higgs. Um, just listen to it; it's fucking brilliant. Cool. Um, Stranger than we can ever imagine, and it's about how bonkers the twentieth century is. Bonkers, bonkers. Uh, we you've all we we all know you've you all got fucking audible credits just sat yeah. there not being used. Just download it, listen to it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, speaking of audiobook, audiobooks, uh, when Brett was on the Waffle earlier, he was talking about um, The Hitchhiker's Guide and the 1980s radio show for Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is fucking brilliant. Uh, and also, it's not just The Hitchhiker's Guide, it's like all of the the books, um, including Restaurant at the End of the Universe. and it's well worth a listen if you like that sort of thing. Um, uh, yeah, I do have one last little one, um, which is that uh, I just had a a very shitty reminder that it's worth just checking in on your friends and making sure they're okay um, as often as possible. Um, so just send someone you love a text. Just get in touch with them. If you haven't spoken to someone in a while, just, just let them know you're thinking of them. Um, and not just because you want them to be on your podcast. Exactly. Um, yeah, just because life's shit sometimes and we just need to look after each other a little bit more. Um, but yeah, so that's it. Uh, so, if you want to get in touch with any of us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metaworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. 
And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. Al's Sad Shack. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to get in touch with us as a group, then we are Fools with Tools or FWT Podcast in some places. Um, yeah, that's it. So until next time, we love you all. Go out, have fun, do fun things, stuff. I think you managed to cut your microphone out. Again. Change. <laughs> <laughs>